Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! We like, like the juice, juice huh? Yeah. Juice is good. Very good. So good. It is the Cashin' Out Podcast. I'm Scotty Vegas with Anthony Rothman and Moneyline Mark. And uh, what a dramatic weekend it was, guys. I, we're going to get into our NFL picks uh, for the playoffs week one. We're going to talk about the national championship game. But just real quick, how amazing was it last night where you had the Chargers and the Raiders coming down to you tie, you both advance, you both get into the playoffs and uh, the Raiders end up deciding to kick the field goal at the end to win it. How unbelievable was it? That was like 1230 in the morning, Anthony. Were you up watching it? Watched every last damn second of it. Yeah. And I loved it. And I really didn't care who won the game. And, you know, certainly watching Justin Herbert do what he did under pressure on those fourth downs was simply amazing. And then watching the Raiders, a team that was at home, and get out to a lead, but not do enough in the red zone early to kind of give themselves enough cushion. But you felt eventually they did get that cushion. I don't think it was a, it would have been a choke job by the Raiders if they lost. I think Herbert just played so brilliantly under pressure. But I'm I'm still torn on the ending. I I I do think the Raiders did the smart thing by by then finally playing conservative. But they only went conservative real late, like on that drive with like four minutes to go. When I started thinking I wouldn't pass the ball again if I'm either team. I don't think Mark, each coach, really knew what the other one was going on. Whatever wink-wink could have happened from sideline to sideline um, didn't really happen enough because the Raiders came out started throwing right away on that drive. They get in near position. They've got an automatic kicker in Carlson. And so when Staley called that timeout, I can't tell you 100% that if the same play is ran, the same yardage is picked up, that Passaccia just then kneels it out. I don't know that for a fact. They played too long and too hard to maybe not have a winner, but I understood why Passaccia didn't want to screw it up. But everything Passaccia was telling Staley on that drive was, I'm trying to get in position to win this game. Staley's thinking, well, I got to make this field goal then as, as tough as I can, so I got to get the right defense on the field. So I think Staley made a real honest mistake. I, I can't tell you that because – Every fan watching thinks like they know the answer to this, that, that the Raiders would have run the same play and then they would have just taken a knee. I, I don't know that for sure, but it turns out to make him look really bad as a rookie head coach. It does, and I, and I don't know if it's 100% right to do that. Now, Mark, I want to get your opinion because I know that you hate the Steelers. I assume that you were probably rooting for the tie at the end uh, to keep the Steelers out of the playoffs. What, Where were you at? So it was so it was just a very weird game and very weird ending and I, I wasn't I was completely unsure of what was gonna happen. I didn't know if he was gonna kneel. I can't imagine being a Steelers fan and being on the edge of my seat for that entire game and then going into overtime. Um I definitely was was rooting for a tie just because, you know, it is the Steelers. But at the same time I had a lot of money riding on um, the Raiders for money line. So I definitely was leaning more, more that way to kick the field goal and win it. So I was definitely rooting for the Raiders and, uh, 
pleased with with the outcome overall from a financial perspective. Yeah, um, but what a game! What a great way to end the regular season. Yeah, and think about this. You know, if you're the if you're you know if you had the Raiders on the spread, certainly you didn't care about a kneel out. You win that, and it just it got to the point where I don't think it was it entered entered any of their minds about tying until the end till overtime. And then they were still trying to win. I mean, even if was it Williams who got that pass, who was on the run, if he yes. breaks that, they win. Like, I don't think it entered any of the players minds or the coaches minds until the chargers tied it up. And now there's like foreign change. And now there's like, well, maybe we ought to just don't make any mistakes here. No stupid plays. But the Raiders just kept playing aggressive enough to make the Chargers feel like, no, we're, we got to play. We got to play this as best we can. But I'm like I said before. I think the blame that Staley's getting is just to a point. But I, I mean, I just the Raiders were not giving a signal that they were going to kneel that thing out. Like, but I be, thought I thought when it got to the two minute warning. I thought when mm-hmm. we got to the two-minute warning that it was going to be run, 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 three straight mm-hmm. runs, end of game, tie. I really did. I, I thought it was over at the two-minute mark. Yeah. But then they come out, and they, as you said, they were still aggressive, yeah. and they picked up enough yardage to try and make it happen, and uh, absolutely so much fun. By the way, you could not have scripted. The NFL could not have scripted no. this Scotty, out. Scotty, it went from a game where – where the network was probably frightened to an extreme of that they'll mm-hmm. play this without their starters. They'll try to orchestrate a tie. They'll make a, a mockery of the whole integrity of the situation, even though they were entitled to do that. It wasn't against the rules. It went from that to, like Mark said, one of the greatest games we've ever seen yeah. this season, if not the greatest. And then, you know, it's just one of those things where you get to the point where the Raiders probably felt like also in the back of their minds, do we want to go to Arrowhead? Yes. Because if we win, we go to Cincy. Not that that's some dream matchup, but you're going up against a younger quarterback, a young coach. Instead of facing Patrick Mahomes at home, I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because I know a lot of people are like, well, just take the knee and tie. But you know what? The the, the Raiders have played the Chiefs yeah. twice this year, and I think they've lost by 20-plus points both times. So they, you don't want that. No, and they got beaten by the Bengals too, but you do not want to go to Arrowhead. I, no. I didn't, and I – I feel like if they were if they were thinking about that, it kind of went into the whole mentality of well, we played this damn hard for so long, let's not lose the game. But I think at the end they're like, let's go into the playoffs on a winning note. Let's get a better matchup, maybe. Let's beat our rival. Let's send the right message to our fans. Let's win at home. Like let's like it actually checked every box, even though they really didn't need to at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, let's go to the national championship game, which is tonight. Uh, and you know, it's funny. You got Georgia, Alabama. I think a lot of people here in Columbus are like, I'm not, I don't want to watch this. You know, this is an sec fest. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll tune in at the end, see who wins. But, I will say, you know, I'm intrigued by this because I think there's an interesting line. I'm I'm a little bit surprised that Alabama is a two, two and a half point underdog coming into tonight. Alabama's my pick. I, I'm anxious to get your guys' pick. And the reason for me, three quick reasons. Number one, it's Nick Saban. You know, number two, 
Alabama has the better quarterback. And number three, Alabama has dominated Georgia the last seven times they've played. They've won the last seven times they've played them and have been impressive. So for me, those are the three reasons why I can't believe that Alabama's the underdog tonight. Anthony, your quick take on the national championship. Well, I'm, I'm in agreement with you, and I'm wondering if we are just getting suckered into this because it just seems too good to be true that Bama is a dog because now – they can even sell that to their players as motivation that you're not supposed to win the game. I think it will be a good game. I do. I, I at the end of the day, it's not, I, I should say, can the Georgia, the new found Georgia offense and the physicality find a way to control this game? Cause Stetson Bennett now has confidence, but, and, and Bryce Young does not have John Mechie. They've got some injuries too. The offensive line, defensively, they're not exactly a perfect team right now, Bama. But I do think that the way Georgia beat Michigan, this thing is kind of leaned the wrong way for my liking. I would like Bama with two and a half points. I think it's a toss-up game. They have technically the better quarterback. It's just they blew him out last time, and I, I don't think that that's going to happen twice. Now, Utah did it to Oregon, but this is a little different beast. Georgia's Georgia's a team that I think can make some adjustments. Whether they're enough, I don't know. I just, at the end of the day, don't trust Stetson Bennett to put back-to-back games together like he did. And now he's the favorite. Like, he's in. this is a, a bad position for Georgia to have to beat them, like you say, for the first time in forever and to beat Saban. But to do it as a favorite doesn't seem to fit, especially when that game wasn't that long ago. But I do respect Georgia's defense. I respect their their physicality. I respect their running game. And I do think they're going to definitely hang with Bama. But at the end of the day, you're giving me Saban. You're giving me Bryce Young. You're, you're giving me Jamison Williams. You're giving me a couple point, two and a half in a, in a toss-up game. I have to err on that side. I do. Mark, where are you? I completely agree with both you guys. I had actually written down, Scotty, Bama. And I put better coaching, check, which you covered, better QB, check, which you covered. And then the only other thing I had different was more experience on the big stage, especially lately. So I'm all in on Bama. Yeah. I think it will be a good game. You know, the thing that scares me is that the public is so far in on Alabama. Right. And and the Sharps are actually on Georgia. That's why this line has not moved, you know, at kick. Or I'm sorry. When this uh, when we found out this was going to be the national championship game, Georgia was a three point favorite. It's now two and a half. You know, so much money came in on Alabama. Or I'm sorry, the percentage of bets that come in were so heavily on Alabama. The money's slightly on Bama, but the sharp money's on Georgia. That's why that line has not moved significantly. And that's why I said I hope we don't get suckered in, right? Because I I do think we're definitely on the public side. It, the brand is big in this game. And the fact that Bama didn't look like a world beater against Cincinnati and the Georgia just destroyed Michigan, that's what I'm banking on that that kind of kept this line where it was, that maybe Georgia is back. And then in the revenge games during years, you know, sometimes it does flip-flop in the national championship game, the team that lost. So this is kind of where we stand. And... I just have to go to what do I, if I'm going to put my money on one side, I have to trust something. And so I'm getting, I feel like Mark said, I'm getting the quarterback, I'm getting the coach, I'm getting the experience, and I'm getting a pretty damn good team with it against a team that has not had, that Bama's had their number forever, 
and they just got him again, and that's why I cannot believe that Bama is the dog. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Okay, we're all in agreement on the national championship game tonight. We're all taking the dog. Let's go through the six wild card weekend matchups real quick and uh, see if we agree on these games. So we got Raiders at Bengals. We're going to go in the order of which these games are getting played. So the Saturday afternoon game, 430 game is Raiders, Bengals. The line on this one is six and a half. Um, I, I don't even need to necessarily... If I, I think instead of picking the line, I think let's just say who's going to win these games. <laughs> uh, for me, first off, uh, for the Bengals, I think it's a, a, a dream uh, bracket for them, the way this thing could set up for them. I think the Raiders are uh, probably the second worst team that has made the playoffs. Um, I, I'm not confident in them. So I think it's a good matchup for the Bengals. I see them advancing. Uh, how about you, Anthony? Well, let's see. Let's think about this for a quick second. I mean, the Bengals beat them badly. In November, they beat him by 19. So it's very similar to what we just talked about with Bam and Georgia. I mean, Cincinnati went four and three from that point on. Um, they had to win in different ways. Um, Raiders were a team that we that no one believed in, and now they're here. So it's definitely house money for them, and they played their way in. Um, boy, I'll tell you, I just don't expect. I mean, Joe Burrow has been the guy, and um, I would expect the home team to win this. I would. I think. By the way, the Raiders looks like I don't know if they'll get that big defensive lineman back file on or not. He went off on a cart. He had a great game against the Chargers, but it just feels to me that Cincinnati will win this game. I can't really get behind yet on the minus six and a half, but I do like Cincinnati to win it. Mark, there are always two upsets on Wild Card mm-hmm. Weekend. Always, um, I don't think there will be in this particular game. I like the Bengals. Yeah, and the, the one last thing with this game, too. You've got an indoor team in the Raiders mm-hmm. traveling from the West Coast, three time zones, uh, to play in a cold Cincinnati uh, on short rest. Cincinnati had a week off, basically, this last week. So I just think everything points to, towards the Bengals. Next, we've got the Saturday night game, the Patriots at the Bills. Thoughts on that one? The spread, early spread, four and a half, Anthony. Well, now it seems like... You know, we weren't, I wasn't ready to flip this completely to the Bills. I did like the Bills before the season started, but the Patriots played really well this year. And now they get their division rival in an opening round. Um, Buffalo lost the first game, right? And all of a sudden they're coming back. Their offense is playing well. Josh Allen's playing really well. And I hate to be the chalk guy. But it it appears to me that Buffalo will win this game. I, I really, I just... I think they're technically the better team. It should be a pretty good team, a pretty good game. But night game in Buffalo, Saturday night, I expect the Bills to win. Mark, is this one of your upset picks? (laughs) It is not. I don't think they're ready yet. I like Buffalo. Buffalo should have got it done last year. I like them in this game. Yeah, I, I just think Buffalo, that offense, it's a, a dangerous offense. I know New England did win the the game that you were pointing out, Anthony, but that was a crazy, awful oh, yeah, weather windy, yeah. game, you know, that, that the Patriots had to run the ball. So, yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm with the Bills as well. But you also, but the four and a half is very tempting, though, to take New England in the four and a half. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, all right, Sunday, the early game, Eagles at Bucks. Bucks, a nine-point favorite. Uh, for me, I would be shocked, shocked mm. if Philadelphia uh, wins this game, although I was shocked yesterday 
when the Colts as a 16-point favorite lost. I don't see it. I got the Bucks, Anthony. They're going to get Leonard Fournette back, it looks like. I think that's going to be a big deal. It's a big outlet for all the, the pass-catching ability that he has. And this is Jalen Hurts' first playoff game, and he's going up against a defense that's going to say, you beat us, Jalen Hurts. So um, they have a great running game, but they're going to, Tampa is going to they're going to load up. And and I, I like Jalen Hurts. He was my fantasy quarterback this year. He had his moments, but I don't like him winning this game. So I've got to go favorite again. Mark? Yeah, I think I think this one's pretty easy. Bucks. Yeah. 49ers at Cowboys. This is one that I'm I would <laughs> say this is the one I've circled of all six games as as you know, the 49ers unbelievable comeback against the Rams yesterday uh to get into the playoffs. Cowboys are a three point favorite. I just uh, I just kind of question, can Jimmy G yeah. get it done? Uh, I have a hard time seeing it. I hate to say it. First four games, I'm going favorites in all four. I've got the Cowboys in this one. Yeah, I mean, the Dallas defense that just thrives on getting him to turn the ball over, and they're at home. I, it's hard to trust both of these teams, but I agree. One's on the road with Jimmy Garoppolo. And he's got the, I mean, Kittle and Debo Samuel as real as it gets as far as weapons. If he can play some mistake-free football, then I could certainly see this being one of Mark's upsets. It's only a three-point spread, but I do like Dallas in this game. I think that this is the team that's been waiting to flip the switch in the postseason. They've been waiting to get here. It's not a great matchup for them. It isn't, it isn't great. And I could certainly be talked into taking the three, but I like Dallas. Well, you guys guessed it. This is one of my upset yep. picks. Love the Niners. I think uh, the edge goes to coaching in this game, mm-hmm. and I'm going with San Fran. It's a big edge. I'm glad you pointed that out. All right, next one, Steelers at Chiefs. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this. I think blowout Chiefs. You guys agree? Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I I guess they're on house money with Roethlisberger and but their, their emotions were so much to just get him to the end of the regular season and leave on a winning note. Now they get to play another game. And, you know, I, the only thing that could happen here is Kansas City takes them lightly and somehow they don't play a great game. But I just don't see enough offense for the Steelers to hang in this. Blowout, yeah, if you call a blowout by 14 or more, yeah, it seems like that. Okay, last game, we've got Cardinals at Rams. Uh, We've seen this. We've seen this matchup twice during the regular season. The Cardinals actually won as a four-point dog in L.A., and the Rams won as a three-point dog in Arizona. This one's going to be back in L.A., Four and a half spread. I'll tell you, this is the one one game out of six where I'm willing to take the underdog Mm -hmm. and take the Cardinals. What do you think, Mark? I like the Cardinals, too. Um, I think that it depends on what Rams team shows up. More talented on paper are the Rams, but the Cardinals, I'm going with uh, Kyler Murray, so I like the cards. Yeah, I mean, it's just hard for me to trust the Rams right now, but but do you really trust the Cardinals? This one's on the road, and, you know, Stafford's just so hit and miss, although they might put this game a little bit in the hands of Sony Michelle too, because all of a sudden he's a big part of this, you know, them being – run heavy and Arizona has given up over hundred yards rushing in three of their final four games. Um, the difference is can Stafford Stafford who's 0 three in the playoffs. Um, he's had multiple turn turnover games now lately. And you know, the Cardinals probably thrilled to go on the road 
because they they don't they're not that great, but they were eight and one on the road this year. Like that's a big deal to me. And but they're they've not done very well to end the regular season. But James Conner, Chase Edmonds, both expected to be available for this game. And JJ Watt even designated a return to come back. So they might be getting well at the exact right time. That might be the injection of confidence they need. And Kyler Murray's first playoff start, that's going to be a big deal as well. But I think he's a gamer. But both these quarterbacks are very hit and miss. And mm-hmm. I think it's too close to call, which is why I would definitely be taking the Cardinals and the four. And I'm going to ride with you guys on it. I, I, I don't trust the Rams right now. All right. All right. So, Anthony, you and I Identical. agree on all six games, which is interesting. Maybe we do a little weekend parlay. Mm. Let's see what we can find. Absolutely. All right. That is the Cashing Out podcast. We'll be back next week. Playoff football. Here we come. <laughs>